This episode is going to cause you to stretch. It's caused me to stretch. I still struggle with some of the things I'm sharing in here because even though I logically know they're right, emotionally, I want to reject them because there's more comfort in the rejection of what I'm sharing today than there is in the acceptance of them. And I'm going to share with you a little bit more about why that is, why it's not always comfort we should be seeking. I'm sure you've been in those situations where you've had people in your life who are incredibly difficult to deal with. And sometimes we're told or we believe, I'm really sad when I hear personal development people tell others, listen, choose your friends, choose the people you want to have in your life. You don't need to have difficult people in your life. Get away from them, leave them alone. I I just think there's something incredibly sad about that and i'm going to share with you why that is and what i think we should all be doing this episode is going to challenge me as well as it's going to challenge you so let's get started i'm desmond and this is your mental mastery moment this podcast is about success for failures failures like me who grew up in a world that valued conformity over creativity People like me who have been made to feel like failures in the corporate structured world of education and the cubicle littered world of business. This podcast is a misfits guide to discovering, pursuing, and achieving our infinite creative purpose. So welcome home. Let's change the world around us by changing the world within us. All right. Well, I'm sure you've had one of those situations. There's just this incredibly irritating person in your life or this person who just just is always a burden to you. Every time you see them, there's just something it's going to cost you. And you're just not excited about seeing them. Maybe it's a coworker. Maybe it's a family member. Maybe it's a neighbor. Somebody in your life that you just wish you never had to deal with. Well, a few weeks ago, a friend of mine came to me and said, man, I think, I was just talking about a friend of his, and he said, man, I just think I'm just not going to hang out with them. I'm going to do everything I can to avoid this other person. And we start talking about it, and I just got to like, I know that sounds like the right solution for your own sanity, because oftentimes we're driven. We're trying to get a lot of things done in life, and I know if you're listening to this show you're that type of person. We're, we're all moving forward. We're all trying to better ourselves. We're all trying to do something amazing in life. And that's what this friend's doing. And sometimes those people can slow us down. If I'm trying to push my cart up the hill and I got some friends who are dragging their feet on the ground, well, I'd rather just kick them out of the cart. But that's not always the best solution. It really isn't. Now, let me give you this caution right here at the beginning. What I'm talking about in this episode are friends or relationships that are dragging us, that are slowing us down, that may be an annoyance to us. I am not talking about dangerous relationships. And I realize some of you are in very dangerous relationships, emotionally harmful to you, physically harmful to you. Remember, if you're in any kind of danger, and I I know you think, okay, well, you got to go through the obligatory disclaimer. No, no, no. Listen, listen to me because I know somebody's in this situation. If you're in any sort of danger, you must seek safety. Do not, and this is the key part here, do not justify endangering yourself or your children in an effort to fix someone. As much as you think you can, and as much as they promise you, you will. You must let the professionals deal with that situation. 
You must seek safety first. Okay? Please promise me that. I'm not talking about that kind of relationship. All right. Seriously, take that in. Because if you're in that situation, this is not what I'm talking about in this episode. But I know your mind is going to justify it. Say, well, you, you know what? That's very similar and any kind of danger. That's not what we're talking about, all right? So ask yourself if that's what you're in. All right. So assuming we're talking about a non-threatening situation, let's continue on with this. I hear so many people, and this, this again, is so saddening to me. So many people in the personal development world saying, choose who you surround yourself with. You don't need to be around people you don't want to be around. It's your life. You must live the best life you possibly can. That has to be one of the most selfish things ever. And, and I know it sounds great, but think about selfish things in life. Sitting on the couch, eating donuts is selfish, it, but, it, but it so feels so good. It sounds so right at the time and the donuts. For me, you know, I'm not like a sugary food person, but honestly, like those little Krispy Kreme. Listen, maybe they don't have this around the world, but if you're in the States, you know, at the grocery store, they've got the Krispy Kreme boxes and bags and stuff. The, the ones with the French crawlers in them. That is a weakness of mine. I walked past them today as I was getting some healthy food, and I just kept walking. I had to be so intentional about it, but I could almost feel it in my mouth, that soft, donutty feel in my mouth, right? Doesn't that sound good? Doesn't that feel good? Just like avoiding difficult people sounds good and feels good initially on the surface. But this life is not about making ourselves feel good. I understand that a lot of personal development stuff, it's about getting to the best place in your life. But imagine if you had a personal trainer who told you, listen, I'm going to make you feel fantastic. I'm going to make you just just excited about life. I'm going to make you just, just really, really feel great every morning. Here, eat this bag of donuts. Well, that would sound like, okay, well, all right. Oh, yeah, actually, that does. That feels good. That That's good in my mouth. It's sweet, and it's it's so a little bit of crunch in there. And, oh, my gosh, that does feel, oh, man, this is the best personal trainer ever. I've never felt better. I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm going to take a nap. And you're drained for the rest of it, right? Imagine a personal trainer telling you that. Why do we let personal coaches tell us the same thing? Avoid the difficult people. Avoid the difficult tasks. Avoid difficulties in your life. Instantly, right in this moment, yes, makes you better. But long term, it doesn't. Listen, I share this all the time. And again, remember what I said at the beginning? This episode, it's stretching me as much as it's stretching you, okay? Because I have to remind myself of this all the time. I deal with difficult people in difficult situations all the time. And you just have to remind yourself that this isn't just about avoiding them. This is about me getting better. Our lives are better when we are driven by love, love for others. So how do we love those who annoy us or those who we feel incompatible with? Maybe even our enemies. How do we love our enemies? What does it mean to love your enemies? And why? Why do we need to love our enemies? The same reason we need to forgive those who've offended us. When we fail to forgive those who offend us, we harbor resentment. In ourselves, which destroys us, not them. And when we don't forgive our enemies, we hold that inside of us. And yeah, there may be some effect on them, but the biggest effect is on ourselves because they're only going to see the tip of the iceberg of the unforgiven feelings. They're only seeing that tip of the iceberg. The rest of that iceberg, that other 90% is sitting in our heart and it's, it's ruining us. 
So maybe maybe it's not that kind of a situation. Maybe it's just an annoying person. Well, there are a number of things we can do to deal with this. One of the first things to do, first things, is ask yourself, is it just me? Maybe it's some animosity I have towards them. Maybe they remind me of something I don't like about myself. Ha <laughs> ha. Ooh, ouch. Yes, seriously. Maybe they remind me about something I despise about myself or something my parents did. Maybe they do something my parents did that caused me pain in my early years. So much of what we're dealing with in life goes back to that. Not that we blame our parents. It's not that about that. It's not, oh, my parents weren't jerks. I'd be better off. Uh, it's not about that. Every, the whole life, our life is about us getting better, not us figuring out who messed us up. It's about us. It doesn't matter who messed us up. It's just not saying your parents did. Remember, somebody messed them up too. So we're all just trying to get better. Don't pass blame. Let's just look at what we can do. But maybe there's something inside of you that's causing you to have resentment towards somebody. One of the best ways to find out if that's the case, talk to your circle, your social circle, and find out. And it's hard to do this without sounding gossipy. Maybe if you put it on yourself and you're humble about it, and you go to your friend, Mary, and you say, Hey, Mary, I, I'm really struggling with Susan because sometimes I just think like I'm super critical of her. See how I did that? I didn't say she had a problem. Sometimes I think I'm super critical of Susan. And I'm just wondering, man, is, is it really me? Is it really me who's super critical? And what do I got to change inside of myself? Now, if Mary goes, oh, my gosh, that is not you. I'm telling you, I feel the same way. Aha. Uh-huh. So maybe. So now you did it without being gossipy. Now you did it. And that doesn't mean then it's pile on time. Okay. Then it's time for you to come together and go, really? That's interesting. I wonder why we both feel that way. Well, maybe she's just a bee. Well, maybe. But you know what? There's going to be bees in our life. Not bees, but, you know, bees. Um, Maybe there's just going to be bees in our life, people who are like that in our life. So, I mean, we can't avoid them. We're not going to forever avoid them. We can't just run from what we don't like. So how do we handle them better? And you can work on it together. How great is that? Now you've got a partner. (laughs) That's great. So ask those people in your social circle, is it just you? Is there something you've got to deal with? Because honestly, in every situation, we should always, always, every situation, we should always ask, what can we do to improve internally? That's always the case. But some situations, it's really like, I mean, sometimes it's a mixture. Listen, I can't change the other person, but I can change my reaction to them. So maybe that's what you've got to look at. All right, let's go on to another thing you can do or realize one truth about this. Pushing those you don't like away is the cause of the problem, not the solution. Most people who are negative, annoying, difficult people are people who are lonely, people who are isolated, or at least they feel that way. They may not be, but internally they feel isolated. They they feel like nobody wants me. And there's this anger. And when we're angry at ourselves, it's it's a desire. Inter- so, so what happens is they, they get angry at themselves because they see that other people don't like them. And it's not a conscious thing. I, I know this is hard to understand sometimes. It's not a conscious thing. Think about it. Man, why am I just kind of a jerk to people? You don't think that. But subconsciously you do. And when we subconsciously don't like ourselves, we subconsciously manifest reactions and actions that bring that to reality. See, we take subconscious actions where, or we have subconscious thoughts and subconscious influences, I should say, that cause real actions that are trying to manifest what we believe about ourselves. 
So when people who are, are difficult people believe, when they start to understand they're isolated, they're alone, they're difficult, nobody wants to be around them, that's going to manifest itself. They're going, they're going to subconsciously bring forth actions and things they say, things they do that are going to bring that reality forth, bring it into fruition. And so when we isolate people, when we push people away, we are causing the very problem we want to avoid. And we've not avoided it. We've only increased it. See, our deepest core desire is to feel valued and to feel valuable. And when someone becomes difficult to deal with, it's because they don't feel valued. And so when they don't feel valued, I don't want to keep reiterating this, but when you don't feel valued, internally, you start to bring forth that I shouldn't be valued. You start to do things, not consciously. You're not saying, well, screw them. I'm going to be a jerk to everybody. No, it's subconscious and it comes forth because that's their identity because so many have pushed them away. When we push them away, we compound the situation. It's hard. I know. I know. Oftentimes the very thing that people need are the very last thing we want to give them. And it doesn't make sense. It, it is counterintuitive. But what's my, what we got to do? It's why we got to love our enemies. Seriously. That's why. I mean, it never made sense to me before. I used to hear pe- people preaching about this. Love your enemies. And I was like, oh, how about you love my enemy? Turn the other cheek. <laughs> That's like masochistic, isn't it? I mean, what, 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 what do you mean turn the other cheek? It's because... The people who are violent, the people, not violent, go back to what I said at the beginning, not violent, but the people who are difficult need somebody to accept them. They need to feel loved. That's why you love your enemies. Because when they feel loved, they don't feel like they need enemies. That's so profound, isn't it? I never understood that. Never, never, ever. See, when it's just something, it's just an edict. Then, it, then it's kind of like, oh, okay, it's kind of some lofty thing that we're going to try to get to someday. No, but when it's wisdom, when, it, when we start to understand it as more than just something, oh, this is what it says in the Bible, blah, 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 then, then, it, then it's, it's just something that's hard to achieve. And thank goodness for grace, right? No, 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 grace, good, yeah, all that. But no, we, we, we want peace. We need to love our enemies. That's how we bring peace about. All right, we've got to keep moving on. I'm going to run out of time here. Avoiding resistance perpetuates our internal weakness. Listen, this is true physically as well, just like in a gym. When you face resistance, that's when your muscles get stronger. That's when your physical body, your physical self is strengthened when it faces physical resistance. When we face relationship resistance, that's when our ability, our ability, listen, to have strong relationships is strengthened. If you in relationships always avoid anything that's difficult, you will never have a deep, solid relationship with anybody. Even people are easy to get along with. Seriously. If you never go back to the gym thing, if you never go to the gym, you never lift weights, you never do anything. Even a five pound dumbbell is heavy. For somebody who has no physical resistance in their life, your muscles atrophy or your relationship capabilities or abilities atrophy when you don't have difficult relationships. A lot of people who suggest avoiding those we don't like, they're also the people who lead these externally happy lives. But internally, if you were to ask them, what do you really want? Say, ah, I just want to be the best I can be. I just feel like, well... Part of being the best you can be. This came about my conversation with my friend that brought up this whole topic. Another friend of his who's very successful financially, physically, externally, told him this. 
No, man, get those people. Get the negative people out of your life, man. You don't need those people in your life. No, get them out. And then he shared with me, this is all before all this came out. In another conversation, he said, you know what's weird about my friend? He's so successful, but he doesn't feel successful. Well, guess what I said? I said, yeah, well, and as we moved on in the conversation, that's because he's not serving his soul. He's not serving his spirit. He's not serving that true self, that perfection within himself that should be loving his enemies. That's why, honestly, that's why people who are externally successful can feel like abysmal failures in life. Because we do all this to make ourselves feel good. We get fancy cars, houses, and all this stuff to feel good externally. And we avoid negative people so it feels like we're surrounded with nothing but good people. But you have to have resistance. All right, man, I am totally running out of time. 20 minutes or less, I always promise you. One of the things that came out of this conversation was understanding that I've got, you've got to excuse me because I love the gym analogies for so many emotional, spiritual, psychological things because we can see the gym stuff, the physical stuff, the muscle stuff because it's external. It's so easy to see. The internal strengthening, we don't see. So it's very difficult for us to grasp concepts. So I always love to go back to that because the truths remain the same regardless of which side of that fence you're on, whether you're on the emotional, psychological, spiritual, or you're on the physical side. The truths are the same. What you need to understand when it comes to emotional well-being and your relationships, the people you hang out with are not always the people you depend on to support you. Sometimes you're the support. It can't always be about who's going to support you. Listen, if that was the case, nobody would be there to support you because the people who support you are stronger than you in a lot of areas and they wouldn't want to be around you, right? Does that make sense? So we have to reach to those who aren't as strong as us, those people who are kind of annoying to us sometimes, and we have to help them. Here's the thing that I came up with. Think about bench pressing. Know who you're supposed to spot and who's supposed to spot you. It's not the same people, okay? So know the role. Sometimes you're the spotter, and sometimes you need a spotter, but they're not the same people. Understand that. When we realize every one of us spiritually is connected as one entity, One being, I I just, I know that could be freaky for you, but when you really think about everything that you've been taught spiritually, there's this understanding that we're all, go back to the, the core Christian belief that we're all made in the image of God. That's internally, that image, that perfection of God internally, we're made in that. And then externally, we got all this crap going on, right? But we are all connected spiritually. We're all working to hopefully Try to figure this out. And you have to understand, when you harm somebody else who isn't in your same spot, you harm yourself. I guess that's it. That's the paradigm shift that I'm looking for with you. When you harm somebody else who's struggling, you harm yourself. There's a connection. It happens. Love people. Don't put yourself or your family at risk. But love people. Oh, it sucks, doesn't it? Yikes. I know. I know it does. Oh, I hate it. But that's what's really going to bring us happiness. I hate it as much as I hate sweating. <laughs> I do. I'm not a working out type of person. I love competition. I love all that stuff. But I don't like to sweat. I hate it. And I hate this just as much. But I know sweating's good for me. And I know this is good for me. All right. I hope this helps you. It's tough. Maybe you got to listen to it again. I Maybe I'll go back and listen to it. Thanks so much. I appreciate you so, so very much. You are wonderful. You, seriously, you listening right now are fantastic fact that you took time to listen to what I put my heart into. I can't thank you enough for that. 
Have a fantastic day. May your reach always extend beyond your grasp. 